Today's shir is being sponsored by Lilanishmas Rab Tzvi Hirsch Ben Rabshnei Zalman. This chus of sponsoring this shir and all the shiurim, the Neshama Shirav and Aliyah, be a good better for the whole family. Gashmias, Baruchmias, Barchova. Okay, let's begin today and the Gemara on Dav Chov Ches Omed Aleph, the Mishnah. Hamevi Get. About ten lines down from the bottom top of the Yomad. A person is delivering a get. But he took the get from the husband and he left him when he was elderly or he was ill. So he's going to deliver the get to the wife and it's going to be a while later. But he's not sure if the person that he took the get from is still alive or not. He gives the get to the wife, assuming that he's still alive. And then she'll be divorced by this, and she won't be an almana. There's a very big difference if she's going to be divorced or an almana. So Rashi over here says that this Mishnah, and also here we're going to learn here, is based on the concept that you learn out from a Pasik. This is Menatayre. It's called Hamid Dova al There's a Chazake. If there's a certain status that we know of that, that is now in the present, so then if later on we're not sure if anything changed, Taita says that we don't have to assume that anything changed. We can accept the status as it is now, the Chazaka of now. That's uh, what we say over here as well regarding this person that the get was taken from him. Similar halacha, Bas Yisrael and Asul Akayin. A Bas Yisrael which is married to Akayin, as long as she's married to Akayin, she's able to eat Truma from her husband, Akayin. Her husband went overseas and she's not sure what happened to him. Is he alive? Is he not? She could continue eating truma with the assumption that he's alive. Again, the same chazaka of the status that she knows now. Third Allah, which is based on the same concept, a person sent a carbon chatas from overseas with a shliach to be brought in the base of Mikdash for his sake in So the carbon could be brought with the assumption that the person that sent it is still alive. Now, if this person that sent it passed away, so then this carbon chatos, that the husband, or the, sorry, not the husband, the, the owner of the chatos passes away, the carbon can't be brought at all in the base of Mikdash. It has to be left to die. But we could assume that he's still alive. When it says in the Mishnah that the husband was old or he was, uh, was sick, so this is only said, if this person was not, he didn't reach to the age of Gvudais, which is 80 years old, as the Mishnah says, uh, sorry, as the Lashon of the Pasuk rather is, in the Gvudais, Shmainim Shana. Or Vachayla, and when it says, uh, and also a person that's sick. So, uh, so, if, so regarding the age of a person, uh, it's, it's only up until the age of 80. And the chayla as well, we say a person that's sick, that most people that are sick, we can rely on the fact that they will, they will uh, recover and be healed and live. But a person that's already past the age of 80, or the geysis, not a person that's damn sick, but a person that's a geysis, he's mamish on his deathbed, he has minutes to live. Most people that are in such a situation, there's a rave that they will pass away. So then light, we can't rely on the chazaka that we have, that you follow the status that there is now, that he's alive, because there's, by, by these people, there's a rave by the geysis that we say that he's going to pass away. And by this person that's above the age of 80, also, Mar doesn't mamish use the lashon of rave regarding gvurais, but over here, there's no chazaka that this person is still alive. Eisvei, Abaya, Abaya asks on this, 
But it says in the Braisa as follows, Hamevi get, person is delivering a get, Veni Choizokin. And he left the husband that he took the get from when he was old. Afila ben Meishana, even if he was 100 years old. Doesn't matter. He gives the get to the wife and he can assume that he's still alive. So it clearly says that we don't say that after the age of 80 that we, that we can't assume that anymore. It says the Gemara Tiyufta. So this refutes what Rava or Rabbah said. Yibai Seimah says the Gemara, or if you want, I can answer you that it's not a question on, on, on Rava. Why not? Because Kivin the Ifli, Ifli. Once a person gets to that age, when he's, Rashi says that he's already past 90, so then I say that once he went so far, when he, when he, when he was Zeichet to live so, so long, so over here already, there's no concern to say that he may pass away. But it's between the age of 80 and 90, there we say that there's no Chazaka, that the person is alive when you took the get from him. But once he's already older at that point, so there's a Chazaka already that this person will live. Ramle Abaye le Rabbe, Abaye asked Rabbe a question about this Tanan. So this is a, sort of a new, a new subject over here, not Tilly, the Gemara is talking about the particular age, when we say this and when not, but here Abaye asks another contradiction of what it says in our Mishnah. So he asked Rabbe, Tanan, in our Mishnah it says, <laughs> You left a husband when he was elderly, or he was sick. <laughs> So we have a chazake that he's alive, and you can give the get to the wife. But Aminu, I'll ask you a contradiction of this. So it says in Abraiseh, A person says to his wife, Here, this is your get. But the get should only take effect one moment before I pass away. Now, he doesn't want her to be divorced now, but if he's going to pass away, he wants her to be divorced a moment before he passes away. And this would be beneficial in a case where he doesn't want her to be stuck with a yavam if he had no children. So then, If the husband was a Kayan and she's eating the Truma from the Kayan, she may not eat Truma immediately. Because at any moment, it could be that one moment before the husband passes away. So therefore she can't eat Truma right away. So what do you see from here? That I am concerned at every moment that the husband could pass away. In our mission it says, you take a get from a husband and you're delivering to the wife, so there's a Chazaka that he's alive. And here it says, no, that as soon as you make such a condition that the get should be a get when he passes away, so it's also right away to eat truma. Omalei, Sarab answered, truma, agitin karamis. You're asking me a question from the Allah of our Mishnah regarding the get. To this case, regarding truma, when a person made the condition that the get should take effect a moment before he passes away. Truma, efshe. Regarding Trume, the reason why we're machmer and we say that we should be concerned that the husband may pass away and therefore it's a moment before he passes away, it's because over there it's possible to, to, to do something else. It's possible for to eat things other than Trume. So therefore we're machmer that she should not be allowed to eat the Trume. But get, lo yafsha. By get, you can't, you can't be concerned about the fact that the husband will pass away because if so, any person that's far from his wife and wants to send a shliach to his wife to give her a get, you're going to say, he can't send a get. Because how do you know that the husband is still alive after you send a get there? After he reaches a certain age and he's older already, so he won't be able to give a get. So by get, it's impossible. We can't, we can't be machmer over here. This woman is going to remain an aguna. So therefore over here, we will make and said what we rely over here on this chazaka. Comes out, it's mashma here sort of from the Gemara that... Uh, that it's it's sort of this it's like a it's a kula over here but you get to a get because of aguna 
Ashenkin by Truma, we're chayshish because we're machmer. Or maybe it's the other way around. By, by, by Ged, we follow the halacha minatayre, because it's a real chazake. By, by Truma, we're machmer. Over there, it's sort of a special chumre. But by, by Ged, we're just following the regular halacha of chazake. But the Gemara continues and says, so this, this is not really a good answer, because in our Mishnah here, we had a second case that was discussing the same concept regarding Truma as well. It's not just a question from Ged on Truma. But you can ask the same contradiction from the halacha of Trum in our Mishnah to this halacha of Trum in the Braise. Because Tanan in our Mishnah, the second case of our Mishnah was Bas Yisrael and Mesul Akayin, Bas Yisrael married to Akayin, so she can eat Trum. And the husband went overseas. She can continue eating Trum with the presumption that the husband is alive. So here we're using this Chazaka for the purpose of eating Trum. So, so, but I mean, you know, the contradiction here is, the husband says, here, this is your get, and but the get should only take effect a moment before I pass away. You're not allowed to eat truma right away, so we're not going to assume that the husband, we're not going to follow the presumption that he's alive. We're concerned that he may pass away a moment later. So here we have the same contradiction, and you can't answer me that this is get and this is truma. In both cases, it's a question of whether she's allowed to eat truma or not. So Omar of Ade Bereid of Yitzchak, Rav Ade Bereid of Yitzchak answers, Shani Hosam. That case over there, when he says that the get should take effect a moment before I pass away, that's a different story. That we don't allow her to eat Rumah. Why? Shaharei Asra Olav Shah Achas Kaidem Misasai. She's saying that she should become Asr for him or to eat the Rumah a moment before he passes away. So over there, in that case, we know that the husband is eventually going to pass away. There's no, you can't say that there's a chazaka that he's not going to eventually pass away. He's, he is eventually going to pass away. We, we just don't know when. So over there, we say that every moment could be that moment before he passes away. <laughs> right? So over there, the isr of the trume is a moment before he passes away. In our Mishnah, the isr of the trume is after he passes away. That's, that's usually when you become us to eat the trume from the husband. But over here, so for that we have a chazake. But over here, the chazake, what, what are we saying? That the isra of the truma will be that she will become divorced before he passes away. So the, the, the husband will eventually pass away. So therefore, we're machmer over here and say that she's also to eat the truma. But the Gemara asks on this. It's a, it's a very uh, difficult answer to understand. Maska, flood of papa. How could you say such a svara that over there, the point is, since the husband is eventually going to pass away, so therefore there's no chazaka. Therefore we have to ask the truma on her a moment before he passes away. Ask Rav Pope, Mimai diyu of course he's going to eventually pass away, but how do you know that he's going to die before her? He's going to eventually pass away in her lifetime. Maybe she's going to pass away first. So if the basis of Yisvara is that the husband is for sure eventually going to pass away, so therefore I must ask her every moment to say, maybe this is the moment before he passes away. But maybe he's never going to pass away in her lifetime. So the question comes back, why in our mission do we say that we, do we rely on the Chazaka that he's still alive? And why over there do we not rely on the Chazaka that right now he's alive? And how do you know that he's going to pass away before her Bechla? Isn't it so because he says those words? What's the difference? What, what, what? I'm not in, in, in our Mishnah, he doesn't say... He doesn't, but it doesn't make a difference though. I understand. In our Mishnah, he didn't say, before I pass away, the get's going to take effect when you give the get, or when he passes away. But, but in, in Svara though, the Gemara is asking, how do you know over there, when he says that the get should take effect a moment before he passes away, how do you know Bechla to say that he's going to pass away before her? So why are you answering her? 
Eloma so therefore my Abaye gives a different answer. Loi Kashia, the contradiction of our Mishnah to the Braise is not a question. This concern, are we concerned that the husband passed away or that he's going to pass away before her? So the, the, the answer over here is that it's Taka Machlaikis between Tanoyim. Our mission is following Rab Meyer, that's not concerned, that the husband will pass away. And and the Braise follows Rab Yehuda's opinion, that is concerned that the husband will pass away. And here, the Gemara brings a subject that we learned two blad ago, regarding a person that's giving Trume from a barrel. The Tanan, or the Tanya, so we learned in the Braise as follows. If you remember, we just learned this, a person, he buys wine, a barrel of wine from from Kutim. Now the Kutim, their barrel of wine is Chayiv and Trumas and Meisters as well. But when, when they sell wine, you can be sure that they did not separate any Trumas and Meisters. Now you want to drink from this, but you don't have a proper Kaili to separate the Trumas and Meisters. So you want to separate the Trumas and Meisters and leave it inside the barrel. So Oimer, what he does is, he says, Shnei Lugin Sha'ani Osid Lahafresh, two Lugin of this that I will in the future separate, Harei Hein Trumas. That will be for the Truma. Asada, 10, will, a, a, a lugan of it will be Maiser, Rishen. That, that's Maiser Rishen that goes to the, uh, to the Levi or to the Kayan. Tisha, 9 of it will be Maiser Sheni that you bring to Yerushalayim. Umechel, and then this Maiser Sheni that you separated in this, in this barrel. So for the Maiser Sheni, you're able to desecrate that Maiser Sheni upon money that you have in your house, as you always usually do. You bring uh, money to Yerushalayim. And then you can drink from it right away. That's what Abmeir says. So even though the trumas and Maestris are mixed inside this barrel, but nevertheless you can drink from the Cholin and what's going to be left over at the end, so then you'll separate that then for the Truma and the Maestris that are in it. Rabbi Yudev, Rabbi Yaisi, Rabbi Shimon, Oisrin. Rabbi Yudev, Rabbi Yaisi, and Rabbi Shimon say you cannot do this. What's the reason you cannot do this? So, we learned already before in the Gemara, the Gemara doesn't spell out all the details here again, but Rashi brings, we learned before in the Gemara, the Gemara thought that the reason was that there's a machlek is about yesh breira or em breira, I'm not going to get back into that now, but if you remember, the Gemara's conclusion was, there's no argument about breira. The argument over here is, are we concerned that this, uh, that this barrel may burst, break at a certain point? Rav Meir says, we're not concerned about that. So if you say that at the end, what's going to be left over will be for Trumas and Meisters, you can rely on that. But Rabbi Yehuda says, no, you can't rely on that. Now you're drinking, but then later it might burst, and then you're not going to have any trumas and maizas. So retroactively, it came out that you, that you ate tevel. So what do we see over here? So the Gemara is making a comparison. Just like over there, there's a machlekes. You're concerned whether, are, are we concerned that the barrel is going to burst or not? So right now the barrel is good, but will it break or not? That's machlekes, the same thing over here. When the husband gives his wife a get and says that she should be divorced the moment before he passes away, so are we chayshish shema yomos? For every moment we have to be chayshish, this could be the moment before it will pass away. Or are we not chayshish shema yomos? Similar to this chashash, when we have a status in the present and we're to be chayshish whether something will happen in the future or not. So, this, so therefore, the, so who is speaking of you? Abaya. Abaya says that this is a machlekes. Rav Omar. Again, what? There's no, there's no state of trauma. Uh, so the, uh, oh, so the, yeah, this is the answer. No? This is the answer. The, the Mishnah goes like Abmeya, and therefore the Mishnah says she can continue eating trauma. We're not concerned that it's going to break, and so too we're not concerned that he's going to die. And the Braise goes like Rabbi Yehuda. We're concerned that the barrel is going to break, and we're concerned that the husband will die. Rav Omarov gives a different answer and says that there's no comparison from what it says in our Mishnah to what it says here in the Braise. And this is sort of similar to the answer that the Gemara said before, 
that uh, who was it? Rabbi Ravad Bereid Rav Yitzchok said before, but he goes a step step further. He says like this: Shema meis loichashina, to say that perhaps he already died. For that, we're not concerned because for that I have a chazaka. If he was alive when you left the husband, so for that you have a chazaka that he's that he's still alive. If you're going to tell me that right now he already died, no, for that I have a chazaka that he did not die already. He's still alive. However, to say that, this, that, that he may die in the future, and therefore I have to be concerned that this is that moment before he will die, for that I do have to be concerned about why. The point, so the point over here is not only because, well, he will eventually die, so I always have to be concerned. The point is more, for that there's no chazaka. There's never a chazaka to say that he will not die. There's no such a chazaka. A person eventually dies. So therefore to say that this is not the moment before he's going to die because he's alive now. True, he's alive now. But in the future, he will die. So there is no chazaka that says that he's not going to die in the future. So therefore, this moment can be the moment before he's going to die. So basically, Rabbi is telling you here that the, the, this chazaka, that the Torah was mechadish, that you take the status of the present, there's a certain limitation how you apply that chazaka. That chazaka is only applied regarding a question of whether he's alive or dead now. But regarding whether he's gonna, this is the moment before he's going to die in the future, for, for that there's no application with this chazaka, because there, there is no chazaka that he won't die in the future. So therefore, there's bachlal no contradiction there. So what's Rav in essence saying? Rav in essence is saying that when it comes to something that could happen in the future, there's, there's no chazak of a to say that he's not going to die. Everybody agrees that over there we have to be chayshish, that he's going to die, and therefore the, uh, the, the woman is going to be asati to truma. But if so, of course, he asks Rav, but over here when it comes to this barrel of wine, the Keshema Yomusu over there, there's an argument of whether the barrel will break. And it is similar to what we're discussing over here regarding a person where there's a question of whether he may die or not. And over there, I see that there is an argument about this. So how could Rav say that Shema Yomus Chayshinon, that everybody is Chayshu Shema Yomus, and therefore the point that Rav was trying to answer is, you don't have to say that it's a Machleikis between our Mishnah and the Braisa, and it's dependent on these opinions here. It's no Machleikis. If it's a question of whether he died already, everybody agrees that we're not chayshish for that. If it's a question of whether he, whether he will die, everybody agrees we're not chayshish for that. So he's asking about how can you say that? When you get, we, when you get to whether he will die, we are chayshish, yeah, sorry. But he asks him regarding whether he will die, we see over here that there is a machlekes, whether the barrel will break or not. So over here as well, regarding Shema Yamos, whether the husband will die or not, there should be a machlekes, whether we're concerned about that. The Achreinim will point out that the Gemara's question is interesting because you can't really compare a barrel, whether it will break or not, to a person, whether he will die. A person will eventually die. So therefore, at any moment, you should, there is a makim to be chayshish, that this could be that moment. Regarding a barrel, why, there's no, you don't have to say that eventually the barrel will break, and therefore this could be that moment. Maybe the barrel won't break? It's an interesting question. Huh? according to what age? Zakin or chayla. Okay, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. So says that you can't compare the barrel, and he says sort of a similar svar to what I just said. He says, Shani noid. When it comes to a barrel, it's a different story. By a barrel, you give it to a shimer that's going to safeguard it in a very good place, and it's not going to break. So over there, there's no chayish, we're not chayish that it's going to break. By a person's life, you can't say such a thing. 
So it's a, a barrel is a different story. And even if you don't actually give it to a shaymer, but the very fact that a barrel is something that you could give it to a shaymer, so therefore, therefore over there, there's a machlaikis, whether we're that it's going to break or not. But when you get to Shema Yomos, everybody agrees Shema Yomos. But mask if Lord of Mesharshir, of Mesharshir asks on this answer for Yehuda, Arveich, Arvetzorich. You're giving a barrel to a shaymer, so maybe the shaymer himself will be negligent and will allow it to break. How could you say that a barrel, when that over there, it's different than a person's life because by a barrel you're going to put it in a safe place with a shamer and he's going to say, safeguard it. How do you know? Your guarantor to safeguard it needs a guarantor for him to make sure that he won't be negligent. So Rabbi Mishashi holds the same thing. The chashash of Shema Yomos and the chashash of Shema will break is, is, is the same thing. Again, like I said, it's a very interesting comparison. So the Gemara says, Elam Rav, so Rav concedes this point, and he says, Shema Mei If the question is whether he already died, so that our Mishnah says, this is a Chazake, and everybody agrees that we're not Cheshesh for that. Shema Yomos, but the question of whether this is a moment before he passed away, and to be concerned that he, about the fact that he will pass away, that you're right, Tanoihi. That's Taka Machloikis Tanoihi between Rav Meir and Rav Yehuda, similar to the Machloikis regarding the barrel breaking. Okay, the Gemara goes to the last case that we had in the Mishnah. A person sends carbon chattas from Medina Sayyam, so the Shliach could bring the carbon chattas for him, assuming that the person that sent it is still alive. But how could you send a carbon chattas with a Shliach? There's a mitzvah to do smicha on the carbon. So how could he send it with someone else? So Taisus over here says, there's a long Taisus about this halacha of smicha few places in Shas Taisis talks about this uh, this Indian, even though it's not Ma'akiv, even without smicha, you can bring the carbon, but nevertheless, L'chadchile, you're supposed to do smicha. So L'chadchile, you shouldn't be able to send it with a shliach. So how's the Mishnah saying that he's sending it with a shliach? Omer Rav Yasef, so Rav Yasef answers, B'karben Noshen. This is a carbon that's being brought or being sent from a woman, and she is not obligated in smicha. Rashi brings the, the pasuk. It says David al Yisrael by the parsha of smicha, but not benoyis Yisrael. They're not obligated in smicha. Papa, Mara Papa gives a different answer. Bechatas oif. It's talking about carbon chatas oif that needs no smicha, and that's even by for everyone. That's what the Mishnah is speaking about over here. <coughs> ah, the Gemara will answer a more general question on the whole Mishnah. The Mishnah brought three cases, and they're all based on the same rule. The first case about taking a get from a person that was old. The next case of a, of a woman that is married to a Kayin and her husband left her. And the third case about someone that sent a Chattas. In all cases, the point here is that we rely on the Chazaka, the status that we have now, that he's alive, and we go with that. Why does the Mishnah have to repeat the Salacha three times? The Mishnah is telling you this halacha in all these three cases. The Yashminan get, if we we'll just say the first halacha of get, I would say, as the Swara the Gemara said before, maybe by get I would say, because since it's impossible otherwise, so we keep it to this halacha that we go by the Chazakeh. But by Trume, it's possible to be Machmer, that she should not be allowed to eat the Trume, and then she'll have other food. So maybe over here I don't apply this chazake. So therefore it has to tell me the chiddush regarding trume as well, that I still use this chazake. Now, furthermore, if it would say the second case of trume, so then I would say to you, the zimnin the lo Sometimes it's very difficult. It is a possibility that she has nothing else to eat other than this trume. Even if usually you could expect that she should find other food, but maybe sometimes it's impossible. So therefore we rely on this chazake. But maybe when it comes to this chata sa'if, 
that was sent from someone to, to be brought into the base of Mikdash, misfake. So since there is room to have doubt about whether the person that sent it is still alive or not, we shouldn't allow Cholin to be brought into the Azara. So over here, maybe we should be machmer regarding this is of bringing Cholin to the Azara. Truth is that this Lashon of the Gemara, Cholin in the Azara, is a little bit of a hard Lashon because it's not a question of whether Cholin is being brought into the Azara. It's a question of whether a carbon which is fit to be brought as a carbon because the man that sent it is still alive or is it a carbon that's puzzle, it's kachim that's puzzle being brought into the Azara. That's really what the Gemara means. It uses this Lashon of Cholin Azara, but it really means kachim that's puzzle. So therefore, Tzricha therefore tells me the last case that I rely on the Chazaka 100%. I'm not Machmer, we rely on this Chazaka even in this case. There were three things that Rabbi Loza ben Prata said in front of the Chachamim. The Kaimu as the Vodim. The Chachamim accepted. They, they said, we paskin like this halacha that Rabbi Loza ben Prata said. Here these three things the Mishnah is going to bring is continuing the point of the previous Mishnah regarding relying on a status that we have now, Chazaka. So the first thing he said was, Al-Ir a city that was surrounded by Goyim. They placed a siege on the city, and you don't know if the people of the city are alive or not. Or a boat that's out in the sea, and it's a big storm, and you don't know what, what happened over there. Or regarding a person that's going out, he's being judged by a court in the subject of whether he should live or not. So all of these, we still accept the status that they have, that they're alive, and whatever Allah is relevant, we, we treat them. If it's a husband, if it, whatever it is, we, we treat them that they're considered to be still alive, even though they're in a situation of danger. Still, we follow the status. Similar to what we said before regarding a zakan and a chayla. Aval, however, a city that was conquered by, a, by the uh, army that placed siege in the city. So it was already conquered. Or a boat that capsized in the sea. Or a person that's not, not just going to a court case where they're going to be judging him whether he should be killed or not, but he's already going out to be killed. True. Then, so over here, we are going to have to be stringent both that he's alive or dead. We're going to have to treat this person with the stringencies that perhaps he's still alive, but also with stringencies, we can't rely anymore on the chazaka that he's alive, so we have to be stringent to say that he might have died already. And therefore... Because apparently, until you actually have Adam that saw that he that he's dead, he still he still uh, have to have to be chayshish. Maybe somehow he got saved, but at the same time, though you don't have a chazake, so it's a suffix. So therefore, you have to give him the chumra of chayim and chumra mason. So therefore, bas yisrael lekayin, a bas yisrael that's married to a kayin. So over here. If she could be, she could eat trum as long as her husband is alive. But she's going to have to be machmer that maybe he passed away and she can't eat trum anymore. Or baskayin li Yisrael, a baskayin that's married to Yisrael. So as long as her uh, husband is alive, so she can't uh, eat trum. If her husband passed away, then she could eat trum. If, if she had no children, she goes back to her father's house and she could eat trum. So here I'm going to have to be machmer that her husband is still alive and she canceled both of them. Loi toichel betrumah. They will not be able to eat truma because I have to be machmer that both ways. That he could be alive or he could be dead. Rav Yasef said regarding the case over here in the Mishnah that it said that this person is going, he's being judged by a court for, for a subject of whether he's going to be killed or not. 
Loishana, this was only said if it was brought. So this Rashi actually says that this goes on what the Mishnah said, that this is a person that was already being taken out to be executed. He was already being taken out, Lehodik. So on this, right, so on this we, we say that you have to give him Chumri Chaim and Chumri Mesim, right? So, there, so on this, Rav Yosef says, This is only for a person that went out to be killed from a Bezden of Yidin. Mm-hmm. So over here I say that you still have to be Mahmud that he's alive. But when it comes to a Gaisha court, and they say they ta- they're taking him out to execute him, once they already gave down the ruling that he should be killed, they're for sure going to kill him, even if you don't have Adam that are saying so, but we can rely on this itself, on this Psak Din itself, that he's, he was killed. And you don't have to be Machmer that he may still have survived this, he's maybe alive. But Abaye said, true. So, okay, so Rashi explains, let me just say, Rashi explains here that when it comes to a Bezan Shal Yisrael, even after there's a Psak Din that he's going to be killed, but still, you can still be Malamat Tzchus on him. And even after he's being t- taken out, you can run after the person and go and uh, bring him back and be Malamat Tzchus on him. But by a, by a Goyesh Accord, after they give down the ruling, there's no, that's it's done. They're not going to be Malamat Tzchus on him anymore. But Abai asks in this, even by a Goyish accord, don't they accept bribery? So it's possible that someone bribed the judge and he's still going to live. So Rav Yosef answered, when do they accept bribery? Before the final ruling was sealed, before it was signed. Abbas, so that's what these, these words, Persi Shanamag, is actually a Lushan, uh, Rashi says it's Lushan Parsi, Persian, Persian words here. Abbas, the Mechtem, Persi Shanamag, after the final ruling was, was signed, Leishakli, they're not going to accept any bribery. Leishakli has a different translation of these words, Persi Shanamag, he says it refers to the dying Godel, to the, to the head of the court. Once he puts his approval on this, so then he's not going to accept any bribery, and therefore you can be sure that this person died. So the Gemara asks on this, Meisvei, I'll ask you from a Braise that's brought in Mesech Tamakis. Kol Mokoim, Sheyamdu Shnaim. Anytime you have two Edim that come into a Bezdin, and Vyoyimru, and they testify, and they say, Mi'idin Onu Es Ish Ploini. We can testify about this individual. Shenigma Dinoi, Bebezdinoi Shal Ploini. That it was already paskined in that Bezdin. Uploini, Ploini Edov. And so and so were the Edim that paskined that this person is Chayiv Misa. So what it says there in the beginning of that b'raisa, what happened is that this person was already in a bezdin and they passed him that he's chayv misa and he ran away. And after he ran away, other Adim showed up to a different bezdin to testify about this person that ran away, that I was there at that bezdin that uh, passed him that he's chayv misa. So what's the Allah? So this person, the, the new bezdin now that gets this testimony can kill him. So Rashi explains, so what do we see from here? After the first Bezdin Paskin, we're not going to be concerned that maybe after the Psaktin there was some Limutzchus, something changed, and therefore that Psaktin doesn't stand anymore. When Adam would come and say that we saw that Psaktin, we accept it, and now in the second Bezdin they're going to give him the Chiv Misa. So, how can we say over here that you have to give him Chumre Chaim that maybe he's still alive because maybe someone was Malamutzchus? Answers the Gemara, Dilme, or some take out the word Dilme, Baydei Achshani. 
person that ran away, this person that was Chayiv Misa, and right after the Bezdin Paskin Chayiv Misa ran away, that's different. Over there, Bezdin wasn't Malam Tzchos on him. This person ran away. So over there, we can rely on the fact that the Psak stands and they're going to give him the Misa. But otherwise, by regular case, even if he's being taken out for the Chayiv Misa, it's possible that someone's going to come and be Malam Tzchos and Bezdin will accept it. Toshama, the Gemara brings from a different place. Shoma, mi Bezdin, Shal Yisrael, Shal Yoimrim. Person heard from a from a bezin from Yiddish bezin that said ish plaini mace that this person died or ish plaini nerak or this person was killed. So it actually says ish plaini mace is in a case where you put a person into a room and you don't feed him and you you leave him to die. There's certain times that bezin does such a thing, and then there's nerak. Nerak is one of the dalad misses bezin when bezin is mechayv a person the misa. So if they, he heard from a bezin of this, so you see you as So then you could marry, uh, you could marry, you'll allow his wife, his wife to go get married because he died. Now, if you heard this from the executioner of a Gaish court that said about a person, that ish plain that this person was left to die, or ish plain or this person uh, was killed, then you can't allow his wife to go and get remarried. So the Gemara first explains what's first the simple shot of what this price is saying here. My mace or my nedek. What does it mean here when it says that you heard from the Yiddish Bezin or from a Gaisha court that this person was left to die or he was killed? Ileime, mace, mace, mamish. If you're going to say it literally means that he died. And the nedek, nedek, mamish. Or that the killed means that he was already killed. So then why is there any distinction there between a Bezdin of a Yisrael or a Goyesha court? If that's the same by the case of a Goyesha court, why is it saying that by a Goyesha court you can't allow his wife to get married? Are you going to say, maybe if you hear this from a Goyesha court, so maybe you can't trust them? But don't we know the halacha is? Anytime a person says something, and he's not saying it as like an official testimony. He's just saying information. He's sharing information offhandedly. So you can believe anybody, including even a guy. So over here, if someone from a Gaisha court comes and tells you that this person died, this person was killed, so shouldn't we trust him? So why is it making any distinction between a Yiddish Bezin and a Gaisha court? So Elamai, what's the answer? Elolav, mace means Yitzelamos. That you hear from a Yiddish Bezin that he was being taken out to be killed. And Nerag means Yaitzi He was being taken out that he was going to be killed. Bekatani, what does it say in this Braise? The Bezdin Yisrael. When it comes to the Bezdin of Yisrael, Yasiya Sishtai. If you hear this from the Bezdin of Yisrael, you could allow his wife to get married. So this is a question of Rav Yasef. Rav Yasef said that by Yiddish Bezdin, it's still possible that someone was Malamet's Chus later. So how could you allow him to go get married? Al Khaira, the Gemara could have asked also from the other case here of this Braise, where the Braise says that from a Goyish court, that over there, we don't believe them, and, uh, and, or we don't accept this, that he was killed. And Rabbi Yisuf said the exact opposite regarding that as well. Rabbi Yisuf said regarding a Goyish court, over there, no one's going to be Malam Tzchos, and there's no bribery after the Psaktim was given, and therefore, we, we, uh, we, we could accept that he already got killed. So Taisus over here says in one shot that that's not such a big question because the Gemara already before explained that by a Goyish court there's a difference be- before the ruling was sealed already and after the ruling was sealed or according to Taisus' shot before the Dayan Godel, the, the, uh, the head of the court gave his approval for this or not. So that would be a simple answer. So the Gemara doesn't ask that. But regarding the Bezdin, Rav Yasef says that by a Bezdin we rely on the fact that there'll be a limit schos. And here this Braise says that there's no limit schos, so this is a question of Rav Yasef. So you want to answer, we go back to the previous pshat. Meis mamish, venerag mamish. 
that this Bryce is speaking about a case that is from a Yiddish Bezin, we're being told that he already died and he already got killed. The question was, so if the case is similar from a Goyish court, why isn't a Goyish court believed to say this? If it's Masiach Lefi Tumai, they should be believed. They are believed if they're saying it offhandedly. The answer is, When do you say this concept of Masiach Lefi Tumai? If you just have a person, a guy from the street, that has no involvement in the story whatsoever. He's just in a conversation sharing with you something that he saw happen. In such a case, I say that I believe what he says. But over here, if it's someone from this court that's coming and telling you, even if he's just telling it to you in a conversation, even if he's not telling it to you in an official testimony, so, but it's something that he had a relationship to, I can't believe them. Of the Chzuki Shikrayu. It is possible that they will lie about this and to say that he got killed. So Rashi Avir says, because they want, they, they sort of are, are boasting about the fact, look how, look how powerful our court is, that this person got killed. So they could be just saying it just to boast, even if it didn't actually happen. So this is not, this doesn't fit the qualification of really Masiach Lefitumai, and therefore it's not going to be believed. So it's not a question of Yasef Bechlal. Okay, the Gemara will bring another version of what Rav Yasef said. We'll see him at Shem Damshech.